Okay, so on this morning's Mojo Call, that's the mindset call we do on uh, in the mornings at 8 a.m. We're going to be talking about automaticity. That's right, automaticity. It's a big word to say uh, early in the morning, but it talks about what you could do every single day to change your life. I think it's a great call. Uh, so go ahead and download it here on the podcast and check it out. morning. I've got 0800. Hang on here. I am going to mute out the line. Good morning. All participants are muted. All right. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning. I heard the entire Eastern Seaboard on there. I heard some people that aren't even in the Eastern time zone. Of course, the great state of OH. I heard you say it. I heard you say it. I oh, I'm wearing my uh, Ohio State shirt on today, and so this is our morning mojo call. We do these at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Uh, for those of you who are watching this on YouTube, uh, you can jump on there. We've got a great conference call line, a mindset line with a bunch of like-minded entrepreneurs. Uh, for those of you who are in ACN who are jumping on, good morning and welcome and. Uh, Thank you for uh, having me speak this morning. And just so you know, on Monday mornings, there's a special entrepreneur call, a secret leadership call. And yes, I said secret. You'll have to get the secret pin to get on there. And uh, you can get with your mentor on that to get you onto that leadership call. We'll also be having lots of presentations throughout the week. Get with your mentor on that as far as the timings go. But they're at uh, 9 o'clock at night, Eastern Standard Time on uh, Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. And then also Throughout the daytime, you can get on ACN's Facebook page. Check that out. All right, let's get into this. Enough of the announcements. Here we go. So I attended a real estate conference, and uh, this real estate conference had something amazing going on. They talk about mindset. Imagine that. Business people talking about their mindset. We had a great guy speaking. Uh, Stacy and I were down in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Boy, it was beautiful down there, leaf looking. But uh, the man speaking, his name was... Sean Kokoska. And uh, what I want to talk about today is some of the notes I took when he was speaking. He's an incredible trainer. Uh, I've been trained for decades and decades and decades. And mindset's always one of the first things he starts with. You got to have your mindset right. If you're going to succeed in any business or endeavor or in life, if you're going to succeed, you've got to have the right mindset. And boy, can't we see that what's going on out there in society, right? Too many people with a mindset that doesn't work. So this morning, I want to talk to you about a word called automaticity. I know what you're saying. You're going automaticity. You know, that is uh, too big a word for this early in the morning, right? I don't have enough caffeine for my ears to be able to talk about that this morning. But it's like the word automatic with the letters I-T-Y behind it. Automaticity. So what is automaticity, first of all, before we start talking about it? Well, it's something that you can do without thinking. It's something that you have done so many times over and over and over again that you can now do it without thinking. For example, walking. You don't really have to think to walk, right? Or how about riding a bike, right? You can do those without thinking once you learned and practiced enough how to do it. You're able to do it now without thinking, right? Think about learning to walk. They say the baby, a baby falls down on an average over a few thousand times, falls down, bumps their head, skins their knees, scrapes their hand, cries, gets hurt, but they keep getting back up and they practice and they do it again and again and again. So now you can do it without thinking. Here's something that you do without thinking. You might be doing it right now. How about driving a car? 
Do you remember how terrified you were when you first learned how to drive? Like your senses were on, your hands were at 10 and 2, you're checking your mirrors, your side mirrors, your rear view mirror every three seconds like you're supposed to do, right? You had your head on a swivel. You were ready to nail that horn or hit that brake. Now, now, after practicing it so many times, you're driving the car. If you're my wife, you're putting on makeup. You're maybe eating some uh, broccoli that you chopped up with some ranch on it, not getting it on your, your outfit. And also you're talking on the phone, right? While driving. And you can do it automatically. Anybody else feel me on that, right? You're probably driving right now. Like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm behind the wheel. Here's how I can prove that you can do it automatically. Have you ever showed up at home after a long day of work and think, how did I get here? <laughs> how did I get here? Was I on autopilot? The answer is yes. You've done it so many times that parts of your brain can just shut down during that because it's just something you do. So that's automaticity. So let me tell you a quick story about a good friend of mine named Terry. And Terry is one of these guys. He's in his mid-50s and his body looks like he's in his 20s. He's an incredibly shape. And when I say incredible shape, I don't mean like he's thin and you know, he's not overweight. No, I'm talking about like the guy has boulders for biceps and tree trunks for legs. And when you shake his hand, he, you feel like a little kid shaking his hand, right? Because he's got such a, he's got a death grip. You know, he could crush you if he wanted to, right? You chest bump him, you'd bounce off him. The guy's a rock. And uh, amazing. So when I first met him a uh, long time ago, I said, Terry, man, dude, you got to tell me your secret. What is your secret, man? How are you in such good shape? How often do you go to the gym? And he looks at me kind of puzzled with this quizzical look on his face. And he says, well, I go every day. I go, oh, okay, that's cool. But I mean, like, how often do you go? Do you go uh, every other day, like four days a week? Or, 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 or you know, when? He's like, no, I, I literally, I go every day. I go, but what about like on Sunday when you got NFL Sunday and you were out Saturday night late, you know, with the boys and, uh, you know, you got some football to watch. He goes, no, I, I, I go on Sunday too. And I'm just like, what? wait a minute, you every day? I mean, like, what are you doing when you're on vacation? He's like, I have located a gym ahead of time and I know the gym I'm going to go to and I go to the gym while I'm on vacation. Well, I said, while well, I'm on vacation? Are you serious? How do you do that? And he just looks at me and he says, after pausing, it's just what I do. And it was so strong and uh, such a great statement, a power statement. It's just something he does. He doesn't think about it. It's automatic. It's now automaticity into him. And that is why he's got all these bodybuilding trophies, all these powerlifting trophies and things like that, because he started way back and it's just something he does. So how does that apply to you? How does it apply to me? Well, think about this. What activity could you do every day that would change your life? Okay. So this is actually a power statement to write on your mirror or something, put it on a piece of paper and look at it every day. What activity could I do every day that would change my life? What is it? There's an activity that you're not doing that you could do every single day that if you put on autopilot would completely change your life. And you know what it is. Like, let's say maybe it's going to the gym every day. Maybe it's just eating healthy. Maybe it's just expressing 
your affections to your family members, right? What if it's something business-wise? You know a thing that you did every single day that would change your life. Maybe it's lead generation in your business, right? What is it that you would do every single day that would change your life? <clears throat> now, here's the great part. Automaticity does come with repetition over and over again. But here's, here's the downfall. I'm going to give you a little bad news this morning. Most of us underestimate the amount of time that it takes to form automaticity or to form a habit. You know the number. What is the number you've been taught for a long time for the number of days it takes to form a habit? Go ahead. Say it out loud right now. Go ahead. I can hear you. Say it. That's right. You were taught 21 days, weren't you? I know because I was taught the same thing. Well, that is grossly underestimated and has been repeated so many times we believe it. It came from actually Dr. Maxwell Maltz uh, from the book Psycho-Cybernetics. Well, here's the bad news. It is 21 days is the right number, but that's the number of days it takes to start the formation of a habit. You got to be 21 days in before the habit even starts. But there are estimates out there that can take as long as 254 days to get it to a position of automaticity to where it is just something you do. You don't have to think about it anymore. You're on autopilot. You don't get up out of bed in the morning thinking about the gym, sit on the edge of bed, wondering where your clothes are, thinking as you're putting your shoes on, wondering if I should do this as you're going to get in the cold car to drive to the gym. No, it's just something you do. You don't think it's autopilot. You end up being done with the gym and there it is. You just did it because it's what you do right? So the average number they say is this, between 21 to 254 days, the average number of days is 66 days on average to form a habit, but it could take as long as 254. So why is that a problem? Well, because of this. See, discipline can get you only so far. Like I'm going to discipline myself to eat healthy for 21 days. Well, discipline is going to let you down. That's the bad news. Discipline will let you down. And we know 21 days is enough. So how do you do it? Well, number one, you track it. In fact, if you go on Amazon, there's a thing called a 66-day habit tracker. I think there's some free downloads if you go on, uh, if you go on the internet and use a search engine for that. 66-day um, habit tracker. Go ahead and Google that up if you want and see if you can find something to work on your next. But you're going to track it. You're going to need to track it and you're going to need to make sure you do it. How often? Every day, go ahead and say it out loud to yourself. How often? Every day. There you go. Because discipline's going to let you down. So you got to track it. The other thing you got to do is you got to have a why. Why is it? Why would you be doing this? Why would you be doing it? Right? So the why has to be bigger than you. So, for example, let's say you want to lose weight. Losing weight is not a big enough why to get you to go through. 254 days of eating healthy to get you to a point of automaticity where that is just something you do, right? That's not going to work. You got to have something bigger than that. So maybe your why becomes instead of, I want to lose weight, maybe it's, I want to become healthy so that I can live to see my grandkids and my great grandkids and be mobile later on in life and not confined to a bed or a wheelchair. How about that? There's a different why, right? That hits a little different when you're going to sit down to that big triple chocolate, beautiful, yummy piece of cake that you want to have. As you can tell, food is my weakness, right? Or that Popeye's, that 11-piece Popeye, Popeye spicy that I like to have, right? So 
your why has to be bigger than you. And you may have to reframe your why. You're going to need to make it a little bigger than what it is. It can't just be like, if you want to make more money, it just can't be make more money. you got to have it attached to something much bigger than you. Okay. So here's the three steps to getting to where you want to go. Okay. Number one, you have to be that thing that you want to be. Second thing is you have to do what that person would do. And then you get to have what that person has. So let's just stay on this, uh, on this working out kick since we started with that story on there. First of all, you have to be that person that goes to the gym every day. You have to be that person. And then you actually have to go do it. And then you get to have the body of that person and the health and the fitness of that person who does it. You have to be first, then you have to do, and then you get to have. Now, here's the problem with us Americans. We want to have right now. I want to have that body right now. There's got to be a pill out there or something like that that can just make me have it, right? Maybe I can take some steroids and I can have it right away. No, you have to be, do, and then you get to have. Now, that's the bad news. It's going to take work. It's going to take some time to get to it. Here's the great news. Here's the great news. It's never too late to become the person you deserve to be. It doesn't matter whatever decisions you made yesterday, a week ago, a year ago, decades ago, does not matter. It is never too late. That means today it is never too late to become the person you deserve to be. When was the best time to start working out every single day? Well, 20 years ago, of course, 20 years ago. When is the second best time to start working out every single day today? Okay. We like to say that about our company with earning residual income. The best time to start working on earning residual income was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. And that's what you can do. So it's never too late to become the person you deserve to be. Here's what you need to know. The greatest denominator holding you back is you. It's not your circumstances. It's not where you were born. It's not your current economic conditions, nothing like that. The greatest denominator holding you back right now is you. You are your biggest critic. In fact, there's a guy that uh, Sean introduced us to called Mick. M-I-C, Mick. And Mick is somebody that everybody has inside them. And Mick stands for my inner cynic with a C, cynic, Mick. And the biggest person or entity that is ever going to degrade you is you. You are your own worst critic. Anybody ever heard that before? You doubt yourself and say more nasty things to yourself than any human being would ever say to you. You say things to yourself you would never say to your kid or to somebody you know, or even to a complete stranger. You say those things inside. We need to have empowering thoughts versus limiting beliefs. So here's the hard part about that. We cannot control our first thought. Like the thought that pops in your head, like, oh, you could never do that. You can't control that thought. That's going to come in. And no matter how hard you try, you cannot control your first thought. Here's the great news, though. You can control your second thought. Now, think about that. You've got thoughts running through your brain all the time. You can't control those. You cannot control your first thought. But... You can control the second thought. You can reverse the course of that thought. When you say something nasty to yourself because you've been doing it for 50 years, you can't control that. 
It's going to come in, but you can't change that second thought. That's a whole nother mojo call. We can talk about another time about that as far as that goes, but you can control the second thought that goes through there. So just keep that in mind through personal growth. So that is where we're at. See, you're either going to be a dream believer or a dream buyer. You're either going to buy someone else's dream and you're going to watch them go out and live their life and do their dream, or you're going to be a dream believer and you're going to do what it takes. First of all, you got to be that thing you want to be, but then you have to do what that person would do, and then you get to have what that person would have. And if you work on it long enough and you track it and you're disciplined with it, but you focus on your why and you keep track of it, and if you shoot for that elusive 66-day average mark, you can put it in a position of automaticity where you actually become that thing. And it's no longer work to be able to do it. It's just something that comes automatic because it's just something you do. So I want to thank you for jumping on today. Hopefully that helps you. Think about automaticity. You have all different aspects of your life that you do without thinking. You can. It's never too late for you to become the person you deserve to be. And you can implement this in other aspects. Aspects. That's a hard word to say this morning in the morning. Aspects of your life. So Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Go out and have a great day. If you missed this or you need somebody who uh, should see it, I'm going to put it on YouTube and uh, you can share it with them from there. Have a great day, everyone. So if you're checking out this podcast and uh, you have some questions, I'd love to talk to you. You can hit me up. You can find me all over the Internet. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, Facebook page. Uh, LinkedIn. You can hit me up there. Probably somewhere even on this podcast is my contact information. Feel free to shoot me a, uh, a, a private message. It will set the time to maybe jump on a Zoom and get a chance to talk. Maybe you're interested in getting into real estate. Uh, maybe you already are a realtor. You're looking for some, uh, for some free uh, mentoring and coaching. Maybe you're looking to build an online business, create some residual income, something that you want to do, or uh, you just want to chat and uh, bounce ideas off of each other. I'd love to talk to you. So uh, look me up, hit me up, and uh, I'll get back to you. Look forward to speaking to you.